0: What's going on, everyone? Hunter Dole here from Philly Insider Podcast, and today we've got another MLB draft prospect, Dylan Smith, this time from Alabama, right-handed pitcher, MLB.com's 74th ranked draft prospect this year, um, third most strikeouts in a single season for Alabama baseball history, NCAA all-tournament team in 2021 um, in the regional. So, Dylan, thank you so much for this opportunity, man. We really appreciate you hopping on here, and I'm excited to talk to you today. So, Uh, Yeah, congratulations on getting to where you are. I mean, a lot of hard work up to this point. And just tell us how you're doing.
1: Thank you. Well, I'm doing really well. Um, I'm excited for the journey that I'm about to embark on.
0: Yeah, awesome, man. Glad to hear it. I mean, big things ahead, just a few days away from from the MLB draft. So I'm sure the the nerves are kicking in, maybe excitement. Um, I don't know. Every guy has a different feeling. So, again, congratulations, man um just talk to us a little bit about I mean every guy's got a different journey up to getting to this point even up to college so just tell us a little bit about your journey like yourself how you got into baseball and just what your journey's been like up to this point
1: yes sir well I've played you know baseball since I was three years old um and from there I never looked back you know I always played baseball never stopped in between um and it was just my passion. I just, you know, I had fun when I played the game. Started out as an outfielder, center fielder, um, in high like primarily in high school. And then about my junior year and senior year of high school. That's when I kind of transitioned a little bit more to focus on pitching. Instead of becoming a center fielder, I felt like my future being a center fielder was I had a future, you know, where I could have probably played, you know, minor league, but I feel like I could actually make it to the big league level being a pitcher instead. And I feel like my chances were very high compared to being a center fielder. Right.
0: Awesome, man. Glad to hear that. I mean, um, I know a lot of guys have to have to switch positions going into even, even right before they go into the MLB too, or, some guys have to switch to the knuckleball to even stay as pitchers in the, in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. So, um, awesome to hear that, man. And you were picked in the 18th round right out of high school. Right. And now, you know, a few years later down the road, now you're like a top 100 MLB, MLB, or top 75 MLB draft prospect. Um, and obviously more work to, to be done, but how cool is it? And like, how surreal is it to see all that hard work pay off after, you know, you get picked in the draft, you kind of bet on yourself and end up going to college and, and going that route. Um, how cool is it to see that after all that time?
1: I mean, like I said, it's a blessing, you know, to see the growth that I've I've had since my freshman year and since high school. Um, going to college was was the best move for me, obviously. Getting the getting the right exposure in the, the SEC playing against those different guys, you know, those dudes from every team helped make me a better pitcher and a player Um, and work with my coaches at the University of Alabama.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, you talked a little bit about the SEC. Um, Obviously, you guys have a lot of big names playing in there. I mean, Jaden Hill, I've talked to Jaden before, a great pitcher for LSU. I mean, Kumar Rocker is obviously a big name. You got (laughs) Jack Leiter, Christian Franklin on Arkansas. Judd Fabian. I mean, a lot of big names down there, especially just in the draft this year and a lot more to come in future years. So talk to talk a little bit more, um, expand on like the talent in the SEC and how much that has prepared you to take this next step. Because I think playing in the SEC is something that, um, you know, you have a lot of guys who are going to play on the minor league level and, and the major league level that you're going up against every day.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like going through the SEC was, you know, very tough. Um, I felt like like you said, a lot of the guys that's in the SEC, a lot of those guys are going to be some future big leaguers, you know. And I feel like some of those guys, you know, they – their talent, you know, is from, from from pitcher, you know, facing these guys every weekend. You know, it kind of makes you work a little bit more because, you know, hey, like you can't miss a spot. Right. And if you miss a spot, they gonna, you know he'll you know, damage the ball and so going through you know my season from freshman to now I had to work on my command and, and start to you know dot the glove up a little bit more um, and be able to mix it a little bit better and when I got to this season this past season I, I just worked on mixing a lot and you know that that was a big part of my game, mixing mixing pitches and, and beating a lot of guys with the spin and the fastball.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And you and you talked about how you know just spending that time at Alabama these past couple of years has really helped you work on your command, spin, and all that. Um, just talk a little bit more on that. Like you you obviously um, pitched your most innings this year at Alabama of your three years there. I mean, obviously, COVID cut sophomore season short, which was unfortunate, but. Um, yeah, you had a big year this year. And how beneficial do you think it was to kind of like take a step back those first couple of years, just kind of see everything that's going on, learn a little bit from your coaches and everything, while still pitching too. Um, you weren't just not pitching at all, but just kind of like ease your way into it after um, – even still, you got drafted in high school, which is still very impressive. But how, how beneficial do you think that was to your growth the past couple of years and your kind of breakout year this year?
1: Yeah, I feel like me kind of – you know, easing my way into it kind of helped me work a little bit harder mm-hmm. because I wasn't a guy that usually sat on the bench. I, I never sat on the bench until I got to college. Right. Um, I always started, always played. I was an everyday player. And when I got to college, it, it kind of opened my eyes when I wasn't starting every day. Or when I was, you know, not starting every day, but getting the right opportunities to start as a pitcher. Um, but I feel like it just helped me, you know, my work ethic helped me mature faster. And from there, I just took off um, because I knew, you know, riding the bench wasn't for me. You know, I wanted to play. And so all I did was go out there and work and and actually focus a little bit harder. and, And that's all it took.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know I hear a lot of guys, they say, you know, in high school, you're the guy, obviously, to get to a big school like that or to get drafted. And you get to you college, you get to college, especially school like Alabama, and you're just another guy at that point. But um, right. you know, if you want to separate yourself, it takes the work ethic, it takes, um, takes all that. So, talking about Alabama too, I mean, obviously, big sports school, right? Very big sports mm-hmm. school. I mean, yeah. you have guys, Jalen Hurts. I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. Um, big Jalen Hurts guy. I've watched him since like freshman year, uh, his freshman year at Alabama. I mean, Najee Harris just got just got drafted in the NFL, Uh, Montana Fouts softball. I mean, insane year this year. And then, you know, obviously you got Spencer Turnbull, who played at Bama, got drafted a few years ago. Colin Sexton, big NBA star. I mean, you got all these names. I could go on and on. Just how special is it to have the opportunity to pitch at Alabama? Just what's it like being an Alabama athlete?
1: Um, I, I feel like being an Alabama athlete, you know, is very special. Um, it's the, it's the top tier you know mm-hmm. being an athlete it's a certain certain level I feel like at Alabama the relationships that we have with each other are pretty strong um, I feel like most schools you know some schools are kind of clicked off in a sense mm-hmm. or maybe your team only hangs with you know this team but at Bama everyone's you know athletes all hang out with each other. Um, The fan base is great at Alabama. And like I said, I feel like you're at a school where you know everyone wants to become a legend. And like they say, that's where legends are made, so. (laughs) Um, On and off the field, I feel like there are a lot of great students at Alabama who aren't athletes, you know. Um, So I feel like so, I, like I said, that's where legends are made. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like I said, like, big list of athletes you could go down um, of all the years of guys who have played there. So, it's pretty cool, pretty cool to see where you guys end up in the big leagues some, someday. So, talking about you a little bit more, your play style – what do you kind of feel are your biggest strengths as a pitcher? Like, are, are you big? You said your command improved a lot over the past couple of years. Um, I believe your velocity kind of sits around 90 to 94-ish. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but like, what do you feel is your strength? Command, movement, mechanics, velocity, all around? Like, what do you think you, are, you, you have really mastered over the past few years at Alabama? What do you feel that you can improve upon as you take this next step um, into the professional career?
1: Right. I feel like – I feel like I have elite control. Um I feel like I'm an elite strike throw. Um, I feel like that's never been a problem. But I feel like one thing, you know, that I need to work on in the future is slightly command. I feel like my control – like, if I pitch enough innings or more as I gradually grow, I feel like command will – obviously come because um, you'll see where I dotted the glove, you know, and then I just missed a spotlight. But that's normal, you know. Yeah. Every pitch is not perfect or every player is not perfect. Um, it's hard enough just dotting it up, you know, every time. So yeah. um, I feel like command, um, work on that. Um, being able to throw that third pitch, a strike more. What else? I feel like one thing that, you know, like a few things that's helped me at Bama, like I said, um with strengths, being able to spin it when I want, um, been able to locate the spin for chase, um, for the strikes, right. being able to manipulate those pitches and get more swing and miss.
0: Yeah, and you you talked about um throwing that third pitch for a strike. So I believe you throw, you throw a fastball. Is a slider change curve. There's your other three pitches that you throw:
1: uh, fastball, slider, curveball, splitter.
0: Okay, splitter. So, talk to us a little bit about your pitch arsenal. Like, um, what pitch, What pitches do you feel have the best command with? Like, um, how do you feel your breaking ball is coming along at this point? Like, which which breaking ball? You obviously talk about the third pitch. So, which breaking ball do you think you need to kind of master a little bit more? Um, do you throw, like, two-seam, four-seam, cutter? like, what kind of fastball do you throw? And just talk to us a little bit about your pitch arsenal overall.
1: Well, yeah. I, I'll say my fastball is, is pretty much undefined, um, gotcha. to be gotcha. honest. I, I actually grip it like a four-seam, but my ball dances a lot um, <laughs> to the plate. Um, when I usually throw it to righties, like, away, it cuts. When I throw it in to righties, it has some type of sinking action. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> same thing with lefties. Lefties in it cuts away from them. Has some type of sink action, wow. um, which is okay, you know. Yeah, plays yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. Um, um, my curveball, I say, is my best pitch. I just know how to manipulate that pitch really well. You may see me slow that pitch down from from an eighty-five. 80s, because I can uh, spin the curveball up to 86. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I can also bring it down to like 78, 82. So right. being able to manipulate that pitch kind of adds it like a third breaking ball in a sense. Uh, for the slider, you may see my slider and curveball blend sometimes, creates like a little slur of action. Right. And then you see like a slider that's like 87, 88. <laughs> so I, I mean, it just really depends. Because when you spin it, sometimes sometimes when my hand, you know, gets on top. You got the 12-6, and then sometimes it may get a tad bit on the side, and you got that slurry reaction. Yep. Um, then you may see it occasionally where I, I mix the slider in and work down. But I usually don't use that pitch unless I see the, you know, the hitters on the other two breaking balls. Um, the splitter I use, I use it often. Not, not too much um, I can throw it for strikes but um feel like I just need to work with that pitch for both sides a little bit more
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean dude just using different the uh, using the different arm slots and everything and like the fact that all your pitches can look can look different depending on how you throw them too I mean that's pretty impressive especially your fastball man that is that is very powerful to have. Um, to be able to get it to break away and break inside on, you know, and then obviously vice versa for, for lefties. But, um, yeah, man, that's, that's really interesting to hear. And going on that, like mental preparation, big part of the game as a pitcher, obviously, you know, um, I was talking to another guy who said that on game day, like he's kind of like Roy Halladay, like, puts his phone in his room, leaves it there all day, can't talk to anyone and he's just got to like focus in. Other guys are different. They need conversation. So talk to us about your mental preparation, like what game day looks like for you. And also just going off of that, your mental preparation for like how to attack each hitter, whether it's like, you know, you're in the three or four hole, you know, this hitter's tendency based off of film. Like we want to pitch this guy inside, outside, like both sides of the plate, or we want to change his eye level, or we want to like speed him up, slow him down. Like Talk to us a little bit about um, how you attack each hitter in the lineup, knowing what you've seen off of their tendencies and everything.
1: Right. Um, I feel like um, how we kind of for mental for my mental preparation for the game on a game day, I just come to the field talking. I talk to everyone, and then I kind of just relax. Um, like I just kind of just chill on my phone. Kind of, kind of talk, you know, to my mom. And then that's it. I kind of go through talk, go through my phone, go through Instagram for a little bit, put away. <laughs> um, usually as we move closer to our meeting times, my phone goes up. And then when I come back in, during what is it, BP? Then BP, I come back in and kind of just sit down and take like a, a little quick nap and kind of envision the game on what I want to happen. And that's, that's how I prepare mentally for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, attacking each batter. I, I say that really depends on film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you'll have some games where we look at a team and the team actually struggles with spin as a whole. So you may see the arsenal, you know, cause like, Hey, we're going to be beating these guys with more spin today versus the fastball or, you know, fastball late plays better than the spin. So you might see us starting off with curveball or two breaking balls and then working fast, you right. know. So it, it really just depends on on certain teams, um, certain players. Um, you, you know, you have some guys in the SEC who, who, who are big and powerful when they get to the plate. Um, so I feel like attacking certain hitters are different when it comes to that too. Um, you may get some guys, like I said, that are big and powerful, but you know, they chase a lot. So, Mm -hmm. um, you may give them one pitch and if they don't hit it, then it's on them. After that, you know, it's their loss. Spin it to win it or whatever they struggle with. Fastball, elevated.
0: Yeah, right. Especially some of those guys can get loopy with their swings, too. Yeah. um, Get that up there in the zone to get that high cheese. But, um, yeah, a couple more questions, man. Um, First, I got to know, like, is there anyone, like, if you ever make the big leagues someday who you, like, whether it's a hitter you want to face off against, a pitcher you want to duel against, I don't know how much baseball you watch because you're playing a lot of baseball yourself, so I know you're busy. But anyone, like, in particular that you really want to go up against in the big
1: leagues? Oh, Yeah. I mean, I want to go against a lot of people. Uh, Tim Anderson, Mookie Betts, Bellinger, yes. a lot of different guys. You know, I you know, I want to face off. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. just my goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mookie is uh Mookie is quite the quite the guy to face off against. I'm sure um, he's he's almost impossible to get out of time. So. <laughs> Um, love watching that guy play. But yeah, he's
1: hot. He's hot. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Um, I mean that Dodgers team as a whole. When they're hot, they're hot. It's something else to see. But um, they do a great job developing players over there. So la- last question I got to ask you, like, obviously, we're coming to the draft in a few days, man. So, what's kind of like your last message to like all the teams and scouts out there, um, who are thinking about taking you? Like, if you had one more chance to like just say something to them, what? what would you tell them like they're getting in Dylan Smith um, in a, as a, as a professional baseball player?
1: Yes. You're getting a, you're getting a guy who's going to work hard for your team. Who's going to move up the ladder pretty quick. Um, a guy who's going to dominate. Um, guy who wants to learn. Guy who wants to soak in all the information like a sponge. And a guy that, you know, that loves to have fun on the baseball field.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was always told uh, when I played baseball for fun in you know, high school, middle school, all that, um, soak up like a sponge. That was what I, I was always told by my coach. So, um, yeah. Hey, man, sounds like you got a great hat on your shoulders. It was great talking to you today. Thank you so much for doing this. I know, again, I know you're a busy guy with um, training and everything each day, and obviously right now is just a lot going on. So I appreciate you taking time out of your day, especially in the morning too. So, um, yeah, anything you want to say before we sign off? Roll time. We're well Love that, man. All right, everyone. We'll see you guys later. Thank you all for tuning all right. in. Thank you again. Of course, man. Thank you.